of them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, Winona too I promise there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast. I'm Kat. I'm Wendy. And I saw two lesbians kiss on the Hallmark Channel. That would be me, Tara. On today's episode, we got some nerd news. And speaking of the Hallmark Channel, we have the star of the new Hallmark movie, Wedding Every Weekend, Paul Campbell, who we're very excited to be talking to. Woo! Yeah. But first, guys... Have you ever ever visited? Have you ever been lucky enough to visit the beautiful country of Portugal? <laughs> no, I haven't. Not, I've not heard to my memory many great things about Portugal. I have too. I've never been. Boy, do I want to go. Uh, uh, fun fact: <laughs> Did you know that uh, on uh, on a very specific day, August eleventh, <laughs> that uh-huh. she nerds out was the uh, ranking number three podcast on Portugal's. Uh, Apple Podcast TV what? and Film chart. What? What is happening in Portugal? It's beautiful, wow. by the way. Looking August like- 11th must have been a slow day in Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't care what was happening because we were happening. And boy, yeah. are we, that's so exciting. Thanks, Portugal. Thank you, yeah. Portugal. I mean, it's definitely my favorite country on the Iberian Peninsula. <laughs> definitely. It's definitely my favorite because it's also the largest cork producer in the world. God bless that Portuguese I love cork. Cork. <laughs> Got a big cork board in my office. I don't think it was made in Portugal, though. Sure. I think that's, that's a t-shirt right there. I love Portuguese cork. <laughs> now, are we said. working on those, uh, those number three in Portugal dated t-shirts? <laughs> we have our number three in Portugal that one time. That one day. That one day. <laughs> Those are coming soon. <laughs> nice. Um, so I wanted to say a big uh abrigado. No, no, no. Abrigada uh, to oh. Portugal. <laughs> oh, okay. That means thank you. From a woman. Nice. I'm a woman, so abrigada. Uh I'd also like to say um nos te amamos. Which means we love you, Portugal. Wow. The one who can't ever pronounce things is probably getting us in trouble in Portugal right now. Probably. We'll probably never make number three again. Yeah, you but just killed our chance of ever being number three again. <laughs> peaked in Portugal. Uh, Come so on, Portugal. Exciting. Yeah, All right. That's Portugal. exciting. This that's is an international exciting. show. You I know? mean, come on, guys. Kind of a big deal. Portugal. <laughs> Huge that deal one in Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's exciting. Uh, Better that's than great. if we'd Who's never tried. In Portugal, send us a message, an email, a Twitter. Yeah, who is that one person a, that uh, to a bunch of our <laughs> podcasts in a row? We want to know. No, listen, guys, I can see uh, where in the country. It's all over the country. Oh. It's not just Whoa. one person. How big is this country? Good question. It's not big. I'm but sure, also, but. I mean, maybe somebody was on a road trip through the country <laughs> oh but, yeah but still it was a bunch of different a locations. traveling nice. portugal just <laughs> found us and stayed around god bless them do who i know are, anybody visiting portugal you? right now let us know yeah if you're still listening 
<laughs> Those were the only ones they downloaded. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, uh, good we'll take it. We'll take can't it. Can't wait for my shirt. <laughs> uh, and now some nerd news. I just want to leave a pregnant pause. So we still don't have a real open, so it's my sadly faked open every time. But no less important. every time. What is our first element of nerd news, Ms. Chadwick? Our first element of nerd news is that Ruby Rose has spoken out. That was a mixture between saying spoken up and spoken out because she's been in a little bit of hiding, I'll say, about why she left Batwoman. So she's kind of left it to be, I think she had she had said, those who know, know. Right. She kind of put that out there in the world. Yeah. No one really knew the, the reason why she left so abruptly. Um, but she has now come out and done an interview uh, to further elaborate on her choice to leave the show. Mm-hmm. And it seems that the main... Uh, issue behind her leaving was that she got injured uh in season one she had a back injury and i realized upon reading this article she actually had posted an instagram post with a very graphic uh video of her surgery so she had them actually record her surgery so you can see them fixing uh two herniated discs in her back what are the odds a lawyer suggested that (laughs) maybe it was a very well done video (laughs) <laughs> um, it wasn't like someone's iPhone. It was like very <laughs> beautifully lit. Is it for the behind um, the scenes of the, the Blu-ray disc set? That I don't know. But uh, that surgery uh, really, uh, I guess she was off for about 10 days. And mm-hmm. normally people with that same surgery, uh, Ruby said, take off between a month or even three months. And she was back on set within 10 days. And so she says she thinks she went back to work too soon after surgery, um, which in turn, led to her abrupt departure. Uh, so she says, we are close to severing my spinal cord. Jesus. So that's the the injury. Um, just 10 days later, she went back to work as a costume crime fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, this article is from tvline.com. And she says, being the lead of a su- superhero show is tough. Being the lead in anything is tough. But I think in that particular instance, it was a lot more difficult because I was still recovering from my surgery. I had my surgery and then 10 days later, I went back to work, which maybe wasn't the best idea. Most people take about a month or three off before they return to work. So, uh, you know, she says it was a great opportunity to have dialogue about a lot of things with the producers and I respect them so much and they've been so respectful to me. So once the show wrapped early, they weren't able to do their original finale because we had to go into quarantine from COVID-19. Um, it gave her some time to think about things and, you know, how she was feeling and, you know, listening to her body. So with that, uh, after talking with the producers, Ruby decided She's going to step down and allow someone else to fill in. And instead of recasting the role of Batwoman, which we originally thought they would or do, Kate just Kane. kind of put Kate, another Kate Kane in there. And then we're all speculating, well, how would they introduce that character? Is she just going to be there and we're just not supposed to you know, realize it's a different person? But they decided against that. They also decided against killing off the character. So they have created a new character uh, named Ryan Wilder and Ryan Wilder 
uh, is going to play kind of another badass lady that we don't know exactly how she's going to fit into everyone's lives quite yet because Kate Kane did have such a strong connection to all the other characters. But Ruby Rose is very excited about their casting of Javicia Leslie uh, to play this new character. And Ruby said she seems fantastic. Rose said of her successor, who is bisexual and the first black actress to play live action Batwoman. She says, honestly, I was so proud and happy when I was told who would be replacing me. I'm definitely going to watch the next season as well and see how it all comes together. So very graciously, um, stepped down and congratulated Javicia on her new role. So it's very interesting. Uh, we had kind of speculated it might have something to do with the injury, but then there was some drama of sorts yeah. that happened, you know, when just very vague and no one really wanted to say why exactly was she just, you didn't know if she, there were issues on set or right personality differences or she you know you didn't know so this kind of helps explain it a little bit more but it does seem like the the uh quarantine gave her that time to take a step back and think about what she wanted to do whereas if they would have kept filming kept filming kept filming you never know it, at least that's that's her side of things so <laughs> um that i guess she she initiated that in some capacity that she mm -hmm. wanted to step down so be very I'd imagine it's probably a converse con combination of a uh, bunch of different things, you know, sure. the back probably didn't make filming fun. Maybe. Right. He was unhappy days. and 10 days was she kind of pressured to come back. That's right. Even though she's her... been, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not good. That's not good. Or did she herself feel the pressure so. just put on herself? So either way, mm. you know, there's obviously more right. to it than she was just cranky. I mean, there's injuries related. So, Sure. Mm -hmm. And she didn't have to, you know, she doesn't have to speak out anymore. So it was very, I think it was a very classy move uh, to speak out and also to wish her new, you know, her predecessor, her predecessor? No. What's that? What's that no. word for someone successor. to come back to you? Successor? I don't know. Successor. Is it? Well, well, she's not playing the same character, but. Yeah, but in the league. She's taking over. Okay. I don't know. I think it was True. probably good of her to come out because, I mean, she didn't have to say anything, but I think a lot of the consensus, at least last I remembered, was. She wasn't happy being the lead, and there was some friction. So it was, they right. decided it was best to go. I didn't. I don't think I understood that the back injury was so severe and played such a big part. Yeah, almost so, severed her spine. Yeah. Is, that what, is that what you That's said? Pretty harsh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's horrible. That's really scary. So if you want to check out her surgery for yourself, or you can go <laughs> on her Instagram. You can watch it's like a three-minute video. You can rate you can see it and review it and stuff. Look. And, our news shows video all the time. People getting the COVID test with a, a, the long Q-tip going up the nose. I can't watch that. I'm not watching a back surgery. No, I don't <laughs> do well with medical. I don't even want to talk about medical procedures, much less watch them. So I will pass. Hard yeah, pass. That's a hard pass for me as well. Yeah. Mm -mm. All right. So well, yourselves. <laughs> you enjoy because I, you know, yeah, that's your thing. Deep, Tara, do you want to do a deep dive into the back surgery? You can, <laughs> I do. Play by play. <laughs> Look forward to that. I'll be sitting it out. You guys have fun. So what are y'all doing next weekend? Saturday, specifically. You got any plans? Because if not, there's something happening. It's called the DC Fandome. Mm. Not fandom, Fandome. You know what it is? Well, here's what it is. It's a whole <laughs> bunch of panels, various things, even a performance from Chris Daughtry, apparently. But oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm not seeing it now, but I swear I saw that before. 
Uh, maybe. Yeah, Chris Daughtry performance. But anyway, so it's a whole bunch of DC type panels, and it's gonna there's there's a block that will last about eight hours worth of various panels, and it's gonna repeat for twenty four hours. So it's like three chunks. They're gonna repeat it, and if you don't see it, then you don't see it at all. They're taking it down. It's not just up to view anytime. You got to see it sometime within that period. But I have made my schedule. And mm-hmm. number one, and it's 10 a.m. on Saturday. At least I believe that's our time. I should check that. Uh, I think it is Pacific mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Wonder Woman 1984 panel. Yes. Maybe a new trailer. Cool. Some Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's mm-hmm. something that I, and they even say it's called Boss females of color within the DC universe. It says, what's a BAWS? B-A-W-S-E. Find out here. So I'm not sure what it's supposed to stand for, but they have people from Shazam, Batwoman. Oh, Javisha from Batwoman is going to be on this panel. I just noticed. So the new Batwoman is going to be part of this panel at 1250 on Saturday. Candace Patton, a whole bunch of other characters like from Black Lightning. So that should be interesting. Um, Welcome to the new Batwoman. Uh, there's a Snyder cut of the Justice League panel, so Very that cool. should be. So they're combining the TV and the movies. Yeah, it's got it's extent. got both. Um, but there's there's a whole list. There's a, a lot of panels. There's also something called there's that's Hall of Heroes. That list is on Hall of Heroes. There's also, and this may be more of their TV on Watchverse, but they've got like a Flash panel, Black Lightning panel. Pennyworth, Legends of Tomorrow. So it looks like Watchverse may be more of their TV-oriented panels. So there's there's more panels on there as well. There's a Kidsverse with more kid-oriented programming. Uverse, which like you can like if you're an artist, you can get your portfolio reviewed. There's a hmm. DIY series. There's um something about the Batmobile looks pretty interesting. I guess it's taking a checking out somebody who built the Batmobile. Uh, but there's a whole lot of different categories. Funverse. Uh, like there's an exploration of Wonder Woman's golden armor. But there's also a couple more panels that have that include Gall and I believe Patty Jenkins. There's a Wonder nice. Woman 80th celebration panel. Here's something. I don't know what is happening, but it's called the Wonder Woman 1984 cast play Werewolf 1984. It's an hmm. adaption of a game, fun adaption of a game they played while on set filming the picture. I don't know what that's about, but you have to sign up. It's free, but you do have to sign up at dcfandome.com. And you can participate. That's exciting. Yeah, it's going to be a, you know, nice stretch of the day. I'm definitely going to watch. I feel like we'll get at least, if not a new trailer, then maybe like a sneak peek of Wonder Woman 1984. I think they'll give us a little something. It looks like the whole cast is there. And I mean, the movie's done. It's supposed to be out already, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> so you know, yeah. Well, that's something. Who knows when it's going to show up? But yeah, it definitely. Uh, should what have if been they out announce that they're going to release it at home? How There's could that be? There's no way they're releasing this movie at home. I will. You know, I think there will be movies like Mulan that will get released at home. I don't think this will be one of them. They're holding no, this sucker till they can put this out full blast in the the theater, which. Is annoying because who knows when that will happen. But yeah, exactly. yeah, I was. It's one of those little. I'd heard about it. My friend had been talking about it. I hadn't really paid much attention, and then I kept seeing uh, on uh, TNT today. Uh, I saw some DC fandom commercials where they played the original Superman theme, which obviously got my attention. Oh, it got me all cool. excited. So nice. Yeah, I'll be showing up. 
All right, guys. So next, we're going to talk about Hallmark's new movie, A Wedding Every Weekend. Premiered last weekend, this last uh, past weekend. And it, what do you guys think? I know that, you know, it was the first Hallmark movie I've ever seen, but you guys are, are vets. So what did you think? I loved it. You know, it's classic Hallmark. Uh, they they know their audience. They know we want some cheesy romance. But this time was special, Kat. This time was special because they had yeah. some gay lady romance on there. <laughs> what? Gay lady smooching and uh, getting married. So that was awesome. And we are going to talk to Paul Campbell about that very soon. Oh, man. Star of Wedding Every Weekend and Gay Lady Advocate. Uh, (laughs) 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 He's great. And uh, just been really actively promoting and uh, advocating for the movie and just really appreciate it. And I loved it. I, I gasped at the kiss there was a kiss you got to see yeah. it and it's the first for hallmark you know and they got some they got some flack last year for pulling a an ad featuring a lesbian wedding so this year they said you know what we're all in we they admitted they made a mistake so they put a lesbian wedding in their movie i um, love that yeah it was great and i i'm so proud of them and the, the way that they they marketed this movie and excited to talk to paul about it well let's do it here's paul all right, guys, we are very excited to have with us today one of the stars of Hallmark movies, uh, just the recently aired Wedding Every Weekend, not to mention my personal favorite Hallmark movie, A Godwin Christmas, and one of our, yes, it is my favorite, and uh, <laughs> one, of, one of our favorite shows from back in the day, Battlestar Galactica, and a whole host of other things he's done. We are thrilled, and oh, before I forget to mention, my mother's favorite Hallmark star, Paul Campbell, <laughs> is joining us today. Welcome. Whoa, your mom's favorite? Oh, you thank are her you. favorite. I was just telling them sometimes she'll she'll decide if she likes the, the characters in a movie or something. And if she doesn't, she'll just fast forward to the end to see how it turns out. Um, but if you're in it, she's watching the whole thing. You're her favorite. My wife's the same way. And even if I'm in it, sometimes she's like, let's just get to the end and see if I like this. <laughs> Will it work out for those two or not? I guess. <laughs> Love well, your mug, by the way, the frack off. I caught that, Paul. That was pretty oh, awesome. Oh, you yeah. did? Oh, you know what? That's so funny. I literally, uh, and here's what it says on the back. It says, love Starbucks. Oh, this was a wrap nice. gift. Katie back off. That's so sweet. Like 2006. And it's, we've broken so many mugs in this house. This one is indestructible. <laughs> <laughs> and it's my favorite. Good thing. That's probably the irreplaceable one of the bunch. Yeah. You're not going to find another yeah, one of those at the yeah. market. <laughs> probably get a lot of money on eBay for this Yeah, thing. no kidding. Well, in case uh, you have not been following Hallmark lately, you might not realize that Hallmark just recently aired a uh, summer movie called Wedding Every Weekend, where, you know, they're always good. But this one had a little extra something that got people's attention. It had the first lesbian wedding, and I'm guessing lesbian kiss, on Hallmark. It was uh, pretty safe to say. uh, (laughs) Yeah, well, yes, I'm pretty sure it was the first. Um, uh, as part of one of the uh, four weddings that are shown in the film, and it got a lot of uh, some negative feedback, but also the film got a lot of incredibly positive feedback. And uh, I don't know, Paul, if you were following it as you guys were at your party, there was so much positive feedback on Twitter about this. Um, people just, you know, loving not just the fact that it had the inclusiveness of the lesbian couple, but it also was just such a good movie. And I've seen a lot of people today already tweeting about how they've watched it at least once or twice more since it aired. So it was a huge hit. How many times did your mom watch it? How many times did your mom watch it? <laughs> I haven't asked her yet. I know That's she did. Method. 
She did love it. So I'm curious to to hear what she thought about to get Marcia's reading parts. of it. Yeah. Yes. We'll get I'll get mom's, <laughs> mom's uh, feedback. I'll, I'll should text her. Um, What'd you think? <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I was definitely paying attention. I, I started paying attention on social media to the responses a few weeks to the, you know, once Hallmark started releasing previews of the movie and it was evident that the, that they were, really standing their ground with diversity and inclusiveness and not just trying to sort of slip it in and go, well, we did it. They're going, no, this is the new direction for this mm-hmm. channel. Uh, there, there was the conversation elevated on both sides. And I, what, what I found really interesting, not just in the lead up to the movie, but particularly while it aired and then in the aftermath, like you said, the, for as many negative responses as there were, it was 10 to one overwhelmingly, in support of just everything in general. And it's kind of funny how the idea of having a same sex wedding featured in the movie really over oh, that 18 second clip just overshadowed <laughs> what ultimately was a pretty cute yeah. straight down Hallmark movie. Um, but it became so much of the conversation and it, it really uh, forced a big conversation mm-hmm. on Facebook and Instagram and everywhere, but it was overwhelmingly in support of the new direction, which was really incredible i mean just from just from being part of it and in the direction that so many of the people on the team wanted to see everything go to have people come out on mass and go yes you're doing the right thing felt pretty good and so you play nate in the movie or edgar whichever you'd like to go by uh, and then there's brooke and you crazy kids keep meeting up at these weddings you're your friends and one set of your friends happens to be some lesbians so um, yeah, yeah, so we get to see their wedding. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Now, when were you first approached by Hallmark, or how did this all happen as far as how you ended up being in the movie? Well, the um, the the movie was supposed to shoot at the end of March, and then mm. COVID hit. We were a week away, so they had fully prepped the movie. And to be perfectly honest, I think in the original script, I think the Vicky and Amanda wedding was actually male, female, uh, in the original draft, which was probably written like 10 months ago or something like that. And just before we were slated to shoot in March, Hallmark was like, Oh, here's some revisions to the script. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and they changed it to Vicky and Amanda. They didn't go like, they just, you know, without any pomp or circumstance, they were just like, Oh, by the way, it's Vicky and Amanda. <laughs> What? <laughs> we were so excited. And then, then COVID came. Yeah, we were like, buckle up. Here we go. <laughs> COVID came. And we were like, oh, shit. Well, they, we're not going to get to make this movie because it's for June wedding season. And, and immediately we were like, there's no way we can get it. We're shut down for two months. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but over the course of the, the shutdown, uh, the rewrites kept coming in. Julie, our writer, was getting notes and sort of developing the script further. And they kept building out the world of Amanda a little bit. And we were like, they're leaning into it. They must, like, not only do they have this wedding, but now they've integrated the characters into other scenes. So we really establish how big a part of our world they are, not just like, oh, it's Vicky and Amanda. Right. It's like, no, these are our good friends, um, which was really smart. And they they just kept leaning into it. And, you know, we thought, we, we still weren't sure if the movie was going to get made. We thought maybe they would push it to next year. But they happened to have a crew available starting on the day that um, BC reopened film production. Wow. They were like, do we have any movies ready? Yeah, <laughs> wedding every weekend. Let's cool. Play. And so they just threw the first one out of the gate. And uh, yeah, it was, we, were so, we were so thrilled. Kim and I were like, 
<laughs> That's interesting. I wondered if maybe they that it was already in the script and they approached you guys saying, hey, do you want to be in this? But just so you know, this is what we're doing and just be ready like to, to make sure you guys were on board with any sort of backlash that might come. But it looked like you were in the movie and then they added this later. Yeah, I don't know if... Um... You know, I don't think Hallmark is necessarily aware of my politics, mm-hmm. but, you know, but I also, but I also think they're not unaware and they chose Kim and I because they knew that we would tell whatever story as authentically as possible. Mm-hmm. I think kind of from, from where I stand, as far as being part of such a landmark film for Hallmark, they couldn't have chosen a better pair mm-hmm. of people to charge in this just because of where we stand, you know, socially and culturally. And uh, it, it just worked out in the way that it should have. They didn't, I guess if, if they, if there were certain actors uh, that have certain beliefs that had been involved, maybe they would have had to give them a heads up. Mm-hmm. You know, it is, a, it is an issue that I, it's, it's a little touchy mm-hmm. for people. We're finding out, you know, it's a little polarizing. Um, but they, they had the right actors in place already to sort of lead the charge. And, and uh, I had a number of calls with Hallmark publicity in the week, particularly leading up to the movie. And they said, you know, just so you know, like, we don't want you to feel like you've kind of been left out here to dry as kind of the scapegoat for this, this new direction. And I was like, guys, just put me, in. <laughs> <laughs> me out there. Leave me out there on my own because I can be the voice that I don't think they can necessarily right. be on paper. You know, I'm, I think behind the scenes, they're going, you know, you get to say whatever you want. We won't inhibit what you wow. say. You are kind of an ambassador for Hallmark. So, you know, <laughs> you just keep some of those tweets in the drafts folder. <laughs> it's deep. Um, also, I think they were like, you know, you're, you're moving in the right direction. You're delivering the message uh, in your own way that we that we're aiming for so i had their support. definitely and you were very vocal on twitter which is one thing that stood out to me um just being on there and, and you know twitter is always fun for a lot of reasons <laughs> when it comes to um, <laughs> things such as this uh politics and religion um issues but you really stood up for the film and and advocated for it and really i mean you you were really nice about it and you know uh, one of my favorite tweets i think someone said that hallmark was bringing their gay agenda and shoving it in their face and you said what if me and my agenda bring snacks and i mean i thought that was really nice of you and (laughs) like nice offer again you gotta see my draft oh god i'd love to see you draft moment Right. You were how many times did I retype that one and go, what's the how do how do I approach this? <laughs> you know, if I think if you can disarm with humor and also make a point at the same time, I think that is the line that you have to walk because I'm probably not gonna change anybody's mind. I think I think that we will have had people watch the movie that that if they had just read on paper, same sex same sex couple gets married, they go, it's not for me. But if you're able to sort of ask them to engage in a way that feels kind of fun. Maybe they watch it and go, Oh, this is not, this isn't a big deal, you know? And, and the, the, the thing about Hallmark that is, that puts them in such a unique position is they Hallmark channel finds themselves in, or has access to so many homes in North America. Mm -hmm. A lot of the channels that might feature inclusiveness and diversity wouldn't get in there. It's kind of it's kind of like a Trojan horse in a sense where you're like, 
Hallmark Channel lives in those homes anyway. And if you can sort of start delivering messages of love and inclusiveness, it's finding its way in, in a, in a really sort of gentle way, right. you know, like, um, and it's in, in a way where people, children and, you know, other family members might go, wait, I see myself on the TV now and, and would never otherwise see themselves because they're not watching HBO. They're not watching, you know, mm-hmm. it's a real opportunity. It's very powerful. What you just said is exactly right. When you see, you know, when, when, when a channel like Hallmark starts to introduce diversity like this, we don't know how many kids it's going to affect. We don't know how many families it's going to have a positive effect on. So it's a big deal. And the fact that you are an ambassador for it, Paul, it has not gone unnoticed. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's a big deal. It's, it's great to have you as an ally for sure. Thank you. I feel like I've been training for this. For <laughs> yeah. And I just think of that. Yeah. That one kid at home. I know myself growing up, uh, my, we watched a lot of Hallmark movies growing up and my, my mom in particular is, uh, She's not a fan of the of the gay, so you know that's been tough. Uh, but we watched every time I visit, we watch Hallmark movies, and just for that reason, it's positive, it's uplifting, it always has a nice message. Um, so I just think of myself as a kid. If I even saw this on the background, even if I saw that for a few seconds before my mom would change the channel, it would make a big difference to me in thinking, "Oh my God!" I you know being able to relate to that and being able to, like Kat said, see myself there. Um, even I'm not alone. Um, yeah. Right. Oh my God. Alone. They're on Hallmark. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a big so, deal. Yeah. So thank yeah you. It really is. Um, yeah. I think uh, it, it is really, really powerful. And I have to believe we reached one person, right. minimum one, one person got reached and guess what? But That's when, it. Yeah. You know, it's a lot more than one, but I think we got at least one person to go, Oh, maybe this is okay. Yeah. Well, and I'm sure even yeah. viewer wise, like Kat, that was your first Hallmark movie. And uh, I think a lot of people that may not have watched or thought there wasn't anything for them, if they heard about this, then they tuned in maybe for the first time. And, you know, with Hallmark, it's always going to be, you're not going to get some trashy story. I don't know what people expect when they think, oh, it's got lesbians. It's going to be trash or whatever. I mean, it's it's always going to be classically done. <laughs> yeah, no debauchery. Um, we were surprised they kissed, honestly. We, yes. we kind of had a bet going. Are they going to let them kiss or not? Or are they going to like just have the end of the wedding and no kiss, but they, they did. Yeah. They had to. They went all they had, in. <laughs> they had to. And, and if they hadn't, they would have done a disservice mm-hmm. to what they're trying to do. They just, it wouldn't have been as impactful. And the beautiful thing about what resulted from that scene they shot was it's impossible to watch that scene and not go, Oh, this is just beautiful. This is just two people who are in love. Those actresses played it so naturally. Mm-hmm. They were great. It's like you're watching like a little slice of life. There was nothing cheesy. There was nothing like overt. It was just like, hey, I love you. I love you. Kiss, love. Right. Done. That's it. It was handled perfectly. Yeah. And I cried <laughs> so hard during the rehearsal for Aww. that. I was like, I cried. And, and Kim looked over and she's like, are you? Are you crying? I'm like, oh, I'm weeping. And the director was like, hey, you gotta like reel it in a bit. I'm like, I got this is all I got. And every everybody when the first take when they yelled action, every single background performer, every single crew member screamed and cheered. It was so moving. It was an unusable take because everybody ruined it. Like everyone just lost their minds. It was so. Yeah, it was it was incredible to be there. You know, I was going to ask about that because it seemed like when they did have the kiss and like now pronounce you 
whatever they wife and wife or whatever <laughs> they said. Um, it seemed like the applause, like it was it was more than the normal, like yay, wedding applause. It felt like a little more like, hey, we just saw some genuine Hallmark history. <laughs> you know, it felt extra. It felt like there was an extra energy to that. No acting. There was yeah. no acting. That was just a bunch of people genuinely responding. That is awesome. And you know, they they made us uh, you know think about it a little bit because the first couple keeping track, they didn't kiss. They didn't get their kiss at the wedding. And then the second couple did. And then you're like, oh, no, Uh-oh. are they going to have them kiss? I don't know. But then not only did they have them kiss on that wide shot, then they cut to the close up of the kiss. So I, I think I screamed at that moment. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you did, you did. They went all in. And like, I was so happy. Yeah, I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was great. I mean, I gasped. I was just it was awesome. They really went all in. I'm so proud of them uh, mm-hmm. for for. Really, and they did. They wrote them into the story so nicely that you know it was subtle. It wasn't throwing anything in anybody's face. It was just a couple of people that love each other, and they're just living life like anybody else. Imagine yeah. that. Imagine that. They don't have any kind of special agenda. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And so on the day that you guys shot that, it sounds like you know afterwards it, there was uh, a bit of energy involved. But before that, were you was it was it like nervous energy? Were you guys excited? Did you guys appreciate the sort of the moment that you were about to document on uh, on film? Oh yeah, we were. I was so excited for the day, and we shot at this beautiful. It's a winery in BC, like out in the, out in the sticks mm. somewhere, and it's just we pulled up to the venue, and just everything about it was my favorite outfit of the movie. I loved the suit. We were just feeling good. And we're like, this is perfect. Um, we just knew it was going to be magical. And there was a lot of anticipation, but nobody was nervous. Everybody was just really excited for this to happen. And again, like, try not to make a bigger deal out of it than it was. It was just a scene in a movie about two people getting married, but also fully understanding what it meant just for the network and for the direction and for us as actors and, and other people, you know, even at the network that are part of that community that have been waiting for this moment. Like there was a lot, there was a lot resting on it. And, uh, and I think the, the actresses handled it so beautifully. Yes. You know, if they were nervous at all or felt that pressure or felt how momentous it was, it didn't show no. at all. They just were like, we're just, we're just doing a They were so natural together and it felt, genuine it didn't feel forced at all and in almost every scene i noticed most of the couples you know they're holding hands and they're kind of very affectionate and the same goes uh for them they were holding hands they were sitting close to each other so there was no uh, like you said they they weren't trying to sneak it in there at the end they really played up their relationship and love for each other throughout the movie yeah it was great i'm really proud of it well i I just want to say too like i mean that was a fantastic part but the movie as a whole you guys were great you and Kimberly together are just, uh, I mean, I've already, I went on Twitter already pitching you guys need a series together. Um, oh, we, we, we know. We're trying to pitch that too. So. <laughs> they should, they should. Let me tweet it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm all for it. Cause you guys have great chemistry. Um, the, the movie, the, the, your characters, I mean, it's just, it feels so effortless with you too. Um, and I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I saw more of what I've come to see from Twitter and just seeing other interviews with you, like surrounding this movie. Like, it seems like some of your natural, like, uh, sense of humor came out more in this one than I remember seeing in, in some others. But, uh, like- well, the Godwin, um, the Godwin movie in particular, because it was produced for Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, mm-hmm. that tone is a little bit more dramatic mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. They, um, yeah, they sort of shy away from getting into the, 
the more humorous stuff. We were always trying to find humorous moments in that movie. And they're like, guys, this is not. (laughs) (laughs) But this one, Julie Wolf is such a good writer and she writes good banter. You know, when you have good words, Mm -hmm. it's easy to turn it in. When, When it's natural, it's really easy to turn that into something that feels natural. And when you're given license to be funny and be silly and connect in that way. I mean, I've said this in other conversations, like the finding humor in the other person is such a part of relationship building anyway. And a lot of these, a lot of the Hallmark movies that don't allow for characters to be funny for the sake of being funny or just, you know, like try to make each other laugh. It doesn't happen very often when I get to try, when my character gets to try to make somebody Mm -hmm. laugh just for the sake of getting a laugh. But to me, I mean, that's how I relate to people. I make people laugh just because I enjoy it, you know, and, and, and to be able to really play with that in these scenes. Um, and also, you know, like with Jeff Gustafson and with Dan, there was a lot of really funny stuff. He came off very earnest, but we had some great <laughs> interplay. It just sort of changes the whole dynamic of the movie when you can be a little sillier. It just feels like you feel like a, a more fully fleshed out character. Definitely. And I have to ask at one point in the movie, you say, cool, 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 cool. Uh, was that, in the script, do you, if you remember, or was that an ad lib? I don't remember saying that. It definitely oh. was in the script. <laughs> <Darn> it. <laughs> it was not in the script. Where did that show up? Because that's me. I think you were like in the garage. It's. I think. I think it's when you were trying to sell the car to the guy that wanted you to put the newer parts into it. Oh yeah, that. And if, I think, if that came out, that just came out, and I didn't know it. That's how we're getting. Okay, it. yes, cool. it got in the movie, and it cracked me up because I love that. <laughs> Um, there's a few ad libs, but mostly, mostly the script was just there. You know, sometimes we'll ad lib little filler pieces. Sometimes it feels like there's a void and you can sort of like flow into dialogue. You can flow in and out by adding little bits, but generally we just stick to the script. A cool, cool, cool was not in there for sure. I was like, well, that's some good writing. I like that. How much of Hallmark movies do they? Like, I know a lot of movies, they just cut so much but our hallmark movies usually pretty well planned out to where there's no not a whole lot that gets cut no um yes and no this one they cut 25 minutes of Whoa. 25 minutes of assembled Ooh. footage so our our assembled cut was 25 minutes long and they went mm. we cut entire scenes there's whole scenes missing from that thing oh, wow but Is it like yeah, I don't know how that happens because what I mean, the scripts all end up around 110 pages. I think this one was 115. And you're looking at depending on how clippy the dialogue is, you can either do a 40 second page or you can do like a minute 10, mm-hmm. you know, and some of that's direction. Um, some of those scenes where like the more where the, the stakes, the emotional stakes are a little higher. Sometimes Kim and I particularly will drag those out just to just to get every bit of juice out of them. And that, that mm-hmm. just eats up script time. You can't really cut those, but like there were some, I found the editing to be a little choppy just in certain places. And I could go, I remember um, when scenes went long and thinking, Oh, well that's, that's the penalty we pay for running those scenes long. And you can <laughs> see like, there's a few jumps where you go, well, you missed something. Or there was, a, there was one whole scene at the end um, that explained how I got her car back and bought, I bought it back from Kingston and he comes to the shop and I'm, I've set mm. up the business and I've got all these fancy cars there that I've fixed up. Mm. Dan goes, you know, you've done well, but you're still missing, you know, the person you really want to celebrate this with isn't here. And Nate goes, yeah. And then Kingston shows up with the car 
And he goes, Hey, I like this, but I kind of like that dart. And I go, you know what? I'm going to take that Valiant off your hands. That's a four minute scene that had to be cut for time, but it also mm-hmm. explains it still works in the edit, but you watch it. Mm-hmm. What happened to that? What happened to that thing? Did he steal that car? Did he? <laughs> I know. I think a few people had questions. They were like, so it I sounds have like, questions, but it sounds oh, like you ahead. guys see cuts. Like, so did you, you, it sounds like you saw that first assemble. No, assemble. we just, I, I, I like to keep in touch with director and executive producer after I'm always curious. Cause I know if they say we're 25 minutes long and we were, we were like 12 minutes long after the first shooting week. So you're, you're, mm. they know that cause they're, they're clocking it. And the, the mm. script supervisor is keeping track of um, scene timing. And she goes, these are the essential pieces and we're 12 minutes long, which means you kind of have that in your head when you're acting. You're like mm-hmm. trying to keep it moving. But I think mm-hmm. maybe the script was 10 pages too long. You're, 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 there's so much story to tell with four weddings and all right. of these different friends. Um, and if you, if you remove one of those pieces, you kind of unravel the scripts. So you kind of have to shoot them all. Uh, so, you know, I definitely, when, when they say we're 25 minutes long, I go, damn it. I know I'm, I know we're going to lose good stuff. It's just inevitable, right? You have to, you have to be prepared, but that's a, that's the tough part of making these things. You have three weeks to shoot. You're, you shoot them in 15 Ow. days Whoa. shooting between six and 10 pages a day, which is just lightning fast. Wow. Um, Are they going to release like a, like a Zack Snyder cut director's cut? I would love that. <laughs> I would love Behind the it. scenes footage. I would love to see that. That is just deleted scenes. The wedding, <laughs> the first wedding uh, scene with where everybody cheered. That would be great. I would love it. I've, I've talked to Hallmark in the past about doing like, um, deleted scenes, doing an editor's cut, doing like, uh, the, uh, like a gag reel. Yeah. So, you know, by the end of like day 13 on the, 13th hour <laughs> your mind is just mush like words are just coming out like nonsense <laughs> sort of, uh, it would be really funny to see but i think for for obvious reasons you know hallmark wants to kind of protect the brand and go like Got it. not show these people being total dum-dums but you know, <laughs> very cool well i do have to talk about some of uh the fashion in the movie Mm-hmm. Uh, one outfit in particular that you wore, uh, <laughs> jeans and a vest, a little vest, I think, was Recall. particularly popular. Recall, yeah, with yeah. The, with the lesbians that they said <laughs> that fashion was on point, and I know some lesbians I could pull that off. That was and my they, favorite. And I was like, hmm, where where'd you get that vest? <laughs> that was my favorite comment of the entire, the whole process from start to finish was like, I know so many lesbians that would kill Nate's look. <laughs> yes. <laughs> No joke. So good. Um, <laughs> they really struggled with the wardrobe for the uh, for the the western themed wedding because they didn't want us in cowboy boots and cowboy hats. And the other problem with those jeans was, and we ran into this very early on, was because I, at, when I'm at the wedding, I put my foot up on the chair and I have to show her the tape on my knee. But all the jeans that fit like normal human jeans, I couldn't pull up over the knee. And they're like, "We got to go wide leg." wranglers out and uh that's what we ended up with and the vest yeah i mean i think it played well in the close-ups but in the law in the i don't have the body type to pull off those (laughs) dad jeans and the linen you know we work with what we have (laughs) right and I really love the the plot of the movie too, where she's a physical therapist. You tear your ACL and you keep having these bump ins with each other. 
Um, I am a sucker for Hallmark movies big time, but (laughs) I tore my ACL a couple years ago so I could really relate to your character, Nate, and not, you know, of Nate and uh, not, you know, want to go get my MRI and do this or that and have a very charming physical therapist. I wish my physical therapist was as charming as Mm. Brooke or uh, Kim was, but, you know, I I think one of my favorite parts is when you try to tape up your own knee and it was complete (laughs) disaster. So I did appreciate uh, that storyline as well. Yeah. And her line is just, yep. Nailed it. Yeah. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Yeah. The humor Um, was great. Yeah. It was, uh, there was so many funny little things like that. It just, Great, like great, sort of scathing one-liners that you don't you don't get those very often in Hallmark because no, they're, they're no, that's what I liked smart. about it. Mm. Yeah, I laughed out mm. loud quite a bit more than I usually normally would. Yeah, for a Hallmark movie. Well, and you know, we watched your pre-show, your pre uh, little thirty-minute <laughs> uh-huh. uh, Insta Live, and and after seeing that, I'm like, yeah, I bet that you know that's how these two are with each other all the time, all anyway, the time, and all I, the time. I was thinking about that after. I'm like, people that don't know us know how we talk because we're writing. We've we sold them to Hallmark too, so we've spent Ooh, a lot nice. of time together writing, and cool. um, we're kind of like we're kind of shitty to each other a little bit. It's like, <laughs> kind of funny, and I was I, I realized after that live, I'm like, I hope it don't sound like a just a condescending. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we talk to each other. We're just kind of rude. <laughs> like, people are like, oh my God, did you really say that? Um, yeah, that's how we talk, you know? It, 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 it was all... obvious that you guys were friends. Okay, and, oh, yeah. yeah, it was, yeah. Okay. I'm like, oh, that Paul guy's an asshole. Maybe we don't want him on By the way, I'm glad we can swear a little bit because I've dropped a couple oh, yeah. words. I'm like, is this family friend? It's fine. No, we put the E on there and yeah. <laughs> it's, it's encouraged, actually. Yes. Oh, well, should have led with that because uh, <laughs> I like my verbiage. <laughs> and there's also some pretty sweet cars in the movie that yeah. you get to drive around in. Is it nerve wracking driving a classic Mercedes Benz around? No, I loved it. I loved it. Yes. And uh, there, the, the time that I really get to drive it is when I come up the road up into our driveway and uh, I did the first take being very respectful because it's a vintage car. It's been very respectful. And I kind of like just came up and eased in nicely. And the director comes over and he goes, that was great. Twice as fast. Like come in, like you drive every car, like it's formula one. And I was like, gotcha. Um, I, I was part of a drag race program when I was in high school. We used to drive these like, tubbed out quarter mile dragsters 150 miles an hour they were like Whoa. yeah and so i i in high school and even my 20s i drove like a total a-hole i was like guys <laughs> i got this. I got is that this. like a school sanctioned program what it was yeah drag, like a drag oh race crowd? drag race cool. there was 42 schools that participated all the mechanic uh, programs had their own cars that they would enter did you build them? Yeah. The, that sense. was part Whoa. of being able to drive it. You had to be one of the students nice. on the car and they would, every year we would rebuild the engine and then you would, and they were like insanely fast. Like, um, yeah. And we were 16 years old driving these. <laughs> Did they at least make you wear a helmet or? <laughs> oh yeah. Fully geared up. Like okay. Fully, fully uh, wearing the fire suits and stuff like that. But wow. the, the, the idea was to get, to encourage kids that were driving their cars, like, on the roads like idiots to give them a focus and go, look, you can do it once a month. You can take it to the quarter mile track and you can race. You could enter your own personal car if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was to get, yeah, it was to try and stop street racing. So they had, and I think they did a really That's good awesome. job. They, they, um, there were way fewer incidents of like 16 year olds crashing their dad's Mustangs out on the streets. Cause they would just take them to the raceway and race them there. 
Right. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, in answer to your wow. question, I was like, no, I was not uncomfortable <laughs> at all. The only time that I got a little bit, like I had a, a little moment was the first time I drove the Valiant and I drove it into the, the wedding of uh, Vicky and Amanda's wedding. And I had forgotten that there's no power steering or power assist. There's no power brakes or power steering on that oh. car because it's like a 74 Valiant. And I, ca- I come in to take like a normal turn into the driveway and the car swung so much wider, <laughs> almost <laughs> went into the ditch. Um, and then even just trying to, uh, just trying to come to a stop right on my mark. I was like, just oh, right. getting into that break so hard. So do you have anything else coming up as far as you said you're writing something with Kim and uh, anything for Christmas? And I have to ask, uh, have you ever or will you ever have an animal co-star? Um, I had a, uh, there was an animal co-star a little bit in in uh, Surprised by Love. There was a dog in Surprised by Love. They're really hard to work with. Uh, really? <laughs> They're such just for attitude on set. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, so the, so Kim and I sold a project to Hallmark a Christmas movie that we're currently in like the third stage of writing revision. Nice. On. Um, so we'll, we, I have a feeling that that'll get made for next year. I think we're running out of time to get it done for this year. Right. But, um, and then I have another project that I sold to Hallmark with uh, another director friend that we're just writing the outline on now and we'll start a, starting on the script in a few weeks probably so i'm busy writing and you know there's i couldn't be in a better place geographically to be lined up for a christmas movie so hopefully hallmark has something in mind for me they're trying to make 40 this year uh pretty ambitious considering how limited they are in terms of where they can shoot yeah how they gonna find that many small towns or you know uh we're going further and further out we we are we've got (laughs) out of a lot of the small towns and a lot of the locations in BC we're moving further and further out just to uh just to find fresh locations but i have a feeling at least half if not 60% of those 40 movies will be shot in BC just because of covid wow yeah yeah did they have a lot of precautions on set for you guys yeah they did yeah, this one i so, imagine a lot yeah there was a lot like the, the um we had uh, everybody wore masks they had a covid nurse on set that was monitoring physical distancing every, you know, whenever possible, uh, sanitization, everybody, the, the, the rules had sort of changed as far as how crews interacted and, and also even just with hair and makeup, not coming in and constantly touching us and having to use disposable mm-hmm. stuff. It didn't really change our job as much. The actors were kind of left to their own, you know, like we were left alone, but everybody else, all the crews were just fully uh, observing the protocols and, hmm. It's, Very cool. It was a little bumpy. Like there's a learning curve, but we got over it pretty quickly. Yeah. Wow. And there was a lot of kissing in this movie for for Hallmark, especially. I mean, there were three kisses. Yeah. Well, one of those her. couples was uh, the couple at the Jewish wedding are actually married, and they were high. Oh. Oh. Well, that yeah. was nice. <laughs> It'd be funny if that was the one couple that didn't kiss, and they're like, no, no, we don't do that. <laughs> It's <laughs> not our thing. We, um, we don't kiss. <laughs> oh, no, we're married. No. Yes. Uh, but yeah, there was. There, you know, they had, uh, yeah, there was uh, an unusual amount of kissing considering it was COVID. But it was a little racy. They're like, if we're going to do this, let's do this. Just when it cut to that close up of uh, Vicky and Amanda's kiss, I literally was like, oh my God, I think I just, ah, uh, man. 
That was exciting. And I don't <laughs> look, you know, I've watched the L word and I've seen some stuff, but that was <laughs> that was a, a first for me. I was just so excited. So I'm, I'm we're in a group chat together yes. on Messenger. And when I knew Tara was watching the movie because she was like, oh, my God, they just can't like it. She literally <laughs> lost her mind. It was amazing. It blew up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm anxiously awaiting the viewership numbers just to see how we did. That's going to be a pretty uh, pretty important. I was looking for that this morning and I couldn't find anything yet. So I it, it had to have been really good. I don't know what what's normal for for Hallmark, but just based on what we saw online, a lot of people were paying attention. Yeah, and it got and a lot of media it. coverage. Yeah, and, uh, we'll see. I mean, you know, this is I think everybody's sort of waiting with bated breath because it'll. It'll set the tone moving forward, and my hope was that we come out of come out of the gate just you know swinging for the fences. And I love, I have a feeling it's going to do really well. And maybe the maybe the sort of metric here is like how many people come and watch the next movie. Do you have everybody come out? Yeah. Like, does do the lovers and haters all come out just to watch it to sort of figure out where they fall on either side of that line, and then we see how that. Um, how, how that affects the next one out of the gate. And that being said, like Hallmark is still making just traditional Hallmark movies, you know, and they have a, they have a, a mandate for inclusiveness and diversity, but it's not like every single movie has to feature this or that. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I certainly don't expect that at all. Like to be, now we have to have a, a lesbian couple or a gay couple in every single Hallmark movie, you know, because then it feels forced. And then right. Like, exactly. It, mm-hmm. You know, let's just tell stories about everybody that's what it mm-hmm. should be. And that's how, mm-hmm. it, that's how it should be treated. Uh, and I really like how subtly they did. Uh, they promoted it. You know, they definitely put the the lesbian wedding on front page on Instagram and a lot of the media, but they, they didn't, you know, pat themselves on the back as far as, Hey, look at us. We're, we're doing it. We said, we're going to do it. Uh, it was very subtle and they did a really great job of making it, you know, a weird, we want it to be out there, but it's, we also, this is something that's going to be a, a new normal going forward for us. Yeah. It was, really to like me, the, the marketing was, um, this is what we're doing and we're not backing down. This is, <laughs> this is us now. That was it. And it wasn't self-congratulatory. They, they, whoever's running Hallmark social media did a phenomenal job, even of just dealing with yeah. some of the negative comments and just, you know, they had sort of a, a party line, but the responses were really sort of, um, they were just, they just stood their ground solidly without causing any divisiveness. They were just like, we're proud of this. This is what we're doing. Yeah. And they were really great on Instagram. They did a great job of responding to almost all the positive comments. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't really give too much attention to any of the negative ones, but they, they were really involved in getting people talking about the movie and, and showing their support actively. Mm-hmm. So that was really important. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, I don't speak for all lesbians by any means, but <laughs> <laughs> I, the voice of our people. <laughs> that was great. Um, no, I think that's an interesting point too. Is that nobody speaks for all of anybody, and uh, it was interesting to see you know people of faith talk having this discussion, people like from the Christian community, and how varied those perspectives are and those viewpoints on what family values are and what you know, what falls under the, like the teachings of Christ and just to, to watch those discussions and people go, you don't speak for us. You don't, don't mm-hmm. speak for all of us here. You know, we, we, right. we believe in love and acceptance. And it was just so fascinating to see how people came out either in support of or against this. And again, like <laughs> overwhelmingly the support, even from the more conservative communities 
was just like, hey, shut up, guys. This is great. Yeah. We should be celebrating love. Like, <laughs> right. if you don't want to watch, don't watch. But right. get there, the negative. There's no need to be hateful, you know? That no. Was, yeah. 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 That's where it crosses that line. Yeah. It's like, opinion is one thing, but when it gets to be hateful, then no way. Well, then you have like, Paul in there slamming the hammer yeah, and get the hell out of here. This is, this, is, <laughs> this is where I shine. <laughs> oh. We got to re- you have to release a special of all your your draft a coffee table book. Draft. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes. It would not well, be rated. They, uh, it would not be rated. Rated Hallmark for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome. they could not have picked a better movie or or a movie with better leads to to just by your personal support of the the cause or the issue and um just the fact that people like you guys and they want to see you two together and and they're they might not be even strong feelings either way or may not like the the lesbian part of the movie but they're going to show up for you and kim so i hope so thank god it wasn't a crappy movie you know (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) oh not only is this polarizing the movie sucks (laughs) (laughs) no it's a movie that people are going to watch and like and it'll you know they'll just have to sit through that part if they want to enjoy the rest of it because it's it's really good good hallmark romance and uh by the way my mother had texted me during this and i said I was talking to you and she wrote back a very excited, Oh my gosh. <laughs> She's very excited. Say hi for me. Say hi to your mom yes. for me. Yes, I will. I will. So Paul says hello. Moms so, like me yeah. for some no. reason. <laughs> I wondered, I bet, I bet you get that a lot. My mom really, but you're my favorite too. I'm not going to lie. You and Kim, hey. I tell you, I'm a Godwink obsessed person. I love that movie. I've watched it more times than I can count. It's a, it's, by cat it's a personal <laughs> favorite and uh so yeah and I'm, a, whatever you guys do i'm in oh. and along with the tweets about your outfit paul a lot of lesbians out there were tweeting about how adorable you were and how they just found you really sexy and they, they were into you <laughs> and i'm one of them i was like oh, all right thank you this guy's got it my vibe is just like eh, easy going <laughs> vibe is like, i got no angle here i'm just a dude you know? right that's my vibe. Yeah, that's my energy. But you know what? In the movies, you're the dude that always gets the girl. So. That's right. You're, you're never the smarmy the guy. Well, it's written <laughs> that way. You know, yeah. that's in the script. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all in suspense there. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Don't want to ruin the ending, but. Right. Right. All right, all right. Well, well, I guess I better wrap this up. I got to go do the news <laughs> broadcast and all that. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah but live to the masses yeah and since cat cat decided she was already done apparently but thank you so much this was a it was a pleasure i've i've gotten to, oh, she's back to say goodbye yeah. uh yeah i'm glad i've through all this and watching you promote the movie gotten to see a little bit more about who you are and so you're such a good guy away from the movies and supportive and talented you're working on writing and and getting projects together so we wish you the the best of all of it yeah with these big projects fans. going forward big, big fans. fans well thank you so so much i've loved chatting and Please have me on again if if we have something else to talk about or not. Sure. I'll just come on and talk about nothing. I can do that too. Okay, you're welcome That's anytime. Come on. One of back. our main themes is just like <laughs> chatting and drink. Usually we'll have a drink. It's not usually this early in the morning. Yeah. We usually like yeah. to have like a little happy hour or something going. I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah. That's all I do is drink. What do you do next weekend? Drinking with you. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, we can't wait to see more of you, Paul, on uh, Hallmark and everywhere else. And thank you so much. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. I've had so much fun chatting. Bye-bye. Well, guys, talking with Paul Campbell, I'm a, I'm now a lifelong fan. He is not yeah. only good looking, he, he rocks that vest, <laughs> but also he's uh, darn charming as well. So that was so much fun to talk with him. 
I'm going to have to get his vest maker's number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. You rock. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's great. I've been a fan of his since, like, obviously, as I uh, can't say enough about, um, since Godwin Christmas, a yes. huge personal favorite of mine. And the, I never thought I'd be, like, talking to him about anything, much less what we talked to him about. And, uh, no, he's he's great. And I've, like I told him, I've come to learn, like, he's a cool guy underneath all that, you know, yeah. hallmark earnestness. And he's, <laughs> he's really cool. I mean, it's, uh, I really like talking to him. And uh, yeah, and yeah, you might I, not know he's been in your life for a long time. If you ever watch Battlestar Galactica, right, Billy, right, Billy, President yeah. uh, Rosalind's assistant. Yeah, I did not realize that he was yeah. the same guy. He does not, you know, he's been in a lot of stuff. Looks like he was a child when he was in that movie, yeah, in that well, TV show. Fifteen years ago, we all looked. That's quite fair. A bit different. <laughs> <laughs> and he wants to come back. We're gonna. I think we just yeah. had an hour of dr- drinking just with party. Paul. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> we'll that turn sounds that down. great. I would do that. Man. That'd be amazing. All right. Well, tune in. You can see it on Hallmark. Wedding every weekend. Yeah. yeah it's nice it's, job, I'm Hallmark. Sure it's, uh, nice yes. job. Yes. It's probably on like an on-demand thing. It's it, look if Hallmark movies are great. I love Hallmark movies. This was a better. I liked this one a lot. Yeah. Like it was really good. Mm. It was definitely, um, you know, I see them here and there. The humor. Uh, here's the, humor the thing. I'm not really even big up. into romance movies, but I like I like the Hallmark movies. But anytime Paul and Kim are together, that's I, I'm in. I'm there. They're they're great. They're to me like on the. I don't. know. They're my favorite. It's nice that they're friends. You can really see right, that. Right. Very genuine. Yeah. It's it's fun. Yeah. So check it All out right. for sure. Yeah. This is where we wrap up. You can have it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. <laughs> hey, check out our Twitter. We're always on the Twitter. Uh, <laughs> at Plotting Away. Oddcast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also Facebook and Instagram at She Nerds Out Podcast. And you can send us an email uh, to She Nerds Out at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. We uh, we know you're out there, so we appreciate it. But let us know, you know, what you think of the, the movie. We think Paul is as awesome as we do. Um, and if you could, uh, it could, you could subscribe. And we just show up in your ears every week. Yeah. It's so easy. We'll just, just be do that. there like creeper, like you wake up and we're there. <laughs> do a little whisper. Wake up. Wake Good up. <laughs> Time to sleep. beautiful today. That's right. <laughs> That's right. We should start doing like daily affirmations. Oh, yeah. I can I like do that. I am amazing. <laughs> Look how pretty I am today. Oh, boy. All right. Where did this go so terribly wrong? Anyways, <laughs> we hope you have a lovely day. And Portugal, thank you again. Oh, yeah. Number three in Portugal. We see you, Portugal. We see you, Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> on August. It, it, we should put uh, with a little asterisk on August 11th, 2020. Exactly. <laughs> Better than nothing. Than That's nothing. right. Yeah, we'll cool. All right, Later, kids. Buddy. All right. Well, happy, uh, happy Hallmark Day to all of you. And on that <laughs> note, she nerds. Out. out. She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like nerdy things.